dark throne to Dr. Shrinker. Buckle up, things are about to get heavy. This is the Metal Podcast. Let's rock and roll. And welcome to the Metal Podcast. Hello, everyone. I am DJ, your host, and I'm here with, as always, my best buddy in the whole wide world, AC. How are you doing this fine, this fine evening today? I am great this fine evening today. How are you this fine evening today? Oh man, I'm. Uh, I think I might have to redo some English or gram- grammatical classes. But besides that, I'm doing actually pretty good. A little more um i wouldn't say refresh but i have more energy than than the morning i guess where we usually record but what, what's been on your mind well you know i haven't had a lot on my mind but i uh i i did earlier this week i did release an album it is available oh. on Bandcamp. it's five dollars if you would like to uh, be like super cool and support me by buying it that'll be cool but if you just want to listen to it you know all the tracks individually they are free you know if you want uh that's cool too you know if you you buy it that's super cool if you listen to it well you know what that's good too uh, i i it's many years in the making i worked pretty hard on it it doesn't have the best production doesn't sound as good as most modern stuff but i'm gonna pretend that i was going for a, a raw 80s like florida death metal sound that's that's uh, how I'm going to cope with it. But I, I did it all myself. I, I played all the instrument parts. I mixed it. I mastered it. it it's not production-wise the most consistent thing. But if you like thrash death metal, I, I think you will greatly enjoy the record. I, I worked hard not to, to just get something done, but when I was writing songs for it, I, I genuinely thought, what would I like to hear as, uh, as a fan or an audience member? And that's what I based most of my riffs on. And what it came down to for me was the riffs. That's, that's the most important thing. People like riffs and riffs disappeared after the black album. That is when metal made its transition from fast and technical riffs to the slow chug now dj made uh, a little comment uh, on instagram and just you know <laughs> d- do- yeah. it is usually 50 50 but this one was me guilty the, as charged th- this one was dj credit to where it's due and he it was, <laughs> there was just a, a a video of an ai batman playing inter sandman and you know it was the video itself is neat uh, I, I appreciate that it that it's out there but he just uh, commented, "Black album killed metal." That's simple. <laughs> and then you know he made a, a the guy said something, and then DJ said something nice, and then the guy comes back in to, to chime in. The black album didn't kill metal. Now, normally we don't do content like this where we're going to do content based on a, a social media comment. That's that's not the point of this. But I want to answer what this guy was saying because. Uh, just we were talking before we started recording and uh, i just said you know let's just put this on the show and i didn't get into what i was going to talk about so this will all be new to dj so 
what this guy said, because he was just really hung up on this one comment where uh, DJ clearly, uh, actually, you know what? I, I'm not going to attribute motive. I have my theory. What were you trying to say by, with your, your black album comment? I guess, you know, just, just pointing something out, you know, I wasn't necessarily trying to get a reaction like that, but it just seemed weird that an AI video of this Batman, which at first I thought it was a real person. So like, oh, this was kind of cool. And then it just, I was like bummed and then I was like, you know, kind of let down. So I'm like, all right, you know, let me just burst this person's bubble. Not trying to be like a jerk, but you know, like afterwards, you know, I didn't really want to be in like a little spitting match so i did come back with like a nice comment and and offered to even have the person even potentially be on the show <laughs> but they, they got hung up on the black album no 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 the black album didn't kill metal oh what are you talking about yeah uh, so so I will, i'll read this guy's full comment yeah. the black album didn't kill metal end of sentence period end of sentence arguing that it is not Metallica or is Metallica is a different thing, but it didn't kill metal. Now this is the next part. This is what I wanted to focus on. What about the Pantera albums? For example, vulgar display of power came out in 92 or far beyond driven in 94. Isn't that metal? Now this is, this is the main thing. When, when I say that the black album killed metal, what I mean is it killed metal in the sense of what metal is not the music existing. It, it got rid of the environments. It got rid of what people knew metal as. It got rid of the mentality. It got rid of the, the gatherings. It got rid of the accessibility. It got rid of the creativity. So it took something that was, it was like the, the underdog. The underdog got one because there was a small window in time. When metal was, it was like, you know, a counterculture. It, I mean, I guess we call it a subculture. It's, it's more appropriate to call it a subculture, but it was a subculture that made its way into the mainstream. And the mm -hmm. black album took what that thing was that was popular. And it was so successful that people said, oh, well, this is successful. So clearly this is what the people like. So that became the norm. That's what people started chasing. Oh, but didn't Pantera put those albums out in the nineties? Well, when people think of Pantera, like prime Pantera, it was Cowboys from hell and vulgar mm -hmm. display of power. Even though I think power metal is a very good metal record. It wasn't in, it wasn't accessible to most people. Like you, you had to look really hard to find it. So most people that knew Pantera, it, it was cowards from hell and vulgar display of power, like far beyond driven, like continued the trend that started in, in vulgar display of power, where it just got, it got chuggier and slower and, and crunchier where they're almost like a high energy Alice in chains at that point. So like, yeah, that's a good example. Yeah. Like, like you have, I'm broken. On, uh, I believe that was on far beyond driven. If that's the one after that, forgive me, but I believe that's far beyond driven. Compare that to shattered or even cowboys from hell. Like the, these are, these are excellent riffs and, and the riffs is that's what engages people. People don't want to hear like, 
But when you commercialize that and then you make that available to everyone, and that's what people hear. And then people want to go through their rebellious phase. Well, that's how you get people to listen to like corn or, or Olympus biscuit or, uh, what's oh, the, no. uh, what's the crawling in my skin, uh, Lincoln park. Lincoln park. Yeah. That that's how that stuff gets popular. Now. Oh, oh, so, oh, the, oh, Pantera didn't have albums. Like, okay. Yeah. Of course, Pantera had albums, but so did Slayer. So did Megadeth. So did Anthrax. It's like, so did every metal band. So did morbid angel. So did death. So did deicide. Yeah. Metal bands did exist in the nineties. You know who else put out metal uh, albums in the nineties? DJ guess you get one guess who I'm thinking of. Guess who put out metal records in the nineties? Um, Megadeth. Well, I already said that, but close (laughs) Metallica. Yeah. Like, it's not like Metallica put out the black album and then metal just disappeared. Like, like, uh, like the, the guy from the Avengers snaps his fingers and all metal bands are gone. That's, that's (laughs) not, yeah. Every metal band turned into dust and then like Lincoln park and, and, uh, and kid rocker, like metal (laughs) metal, where are you metal? That's, that's not what I'm saying It, it was just metal existed in this very specific state. And that was for the most part, the long hair, leather jackets, uh, tight jeans and high tops. Like that was like the metal look. Like when you think of like metal, that was that. And then people would go to clubs, they would go to parties, they would hang out, they would go to pits and they would appreciate all these, these heavy bands. And, uh, and, and the bands that were on the cusp of getting popular, they all disappeared. And most of them, you know, they all, they all retreated and it, it never really got a a renaissance until like the, the early two thousands and it never was able to recreate that magic. But all, all these, these bands that that should have been popular, Metallica changed the direction of rock and roll. And that's what killed metal. It, 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 they single handedly gave way to slow, darker, depressing music. Metallica at that point, just a brand. They're no different than Star Wars or Marvel or Harry Potter now. It's just, it doesn't matter if what they put out, it's the same thing that people have heard. It's, it's nothing new under the sun. It just has the brand name on it. So we got to buy it just because something kills something. It doesn't mean it all disappeared. We're, we're talking specifically about the, the metal scene and the lifestyle and in terms of it being like a popular thing. Cause, um, like there was a dead Kennedy song. I can't remember what it was. I think it was on bedtime for democracy where, where Jello says in it, punk's not dead, but it deserves to die. And, and this was a conversation I used to have with baby a, a long time ago where, baby. yeah, baby. And then like we, we would say like, how can you kill punk? Cause punk is just, it's just an idea. It's a way of thinking. It's, it's, it's a form of independence. It's a rebellion against the social norm. So you can't really kill that. But what, what they were talking about was it as an idea, like punk as, as a scene, as, as people meeting. And, um, it, it's in that sense, punk was killed because they commercialized it. 
and it was no longer like an underground thing. And that w- that was the appeal. So punk really can't be mainstream, even though a lot of these like legacy punk music acts are pretty mainstream, you know, the, the original misfits quote unquote, or, you know, they're selling mm-hmm. out stadiums, playing at like the, the Hollywood bowl and headline in Chicago riot fest, big deal. But those people, they're not, they're not engaged on the same level as most punk rockers. Those are people with like, you know, spouses and children and and regular jobs. Otherwise who else could afford $500 to go see a band like that? Not crust punks that beg for money and spend it all on patches and safety pins, obviously. (laughs) But metal never got that, that second life. Like Headbangers Ball was an experience. Like that was like you made it. You Man. you got it. It's 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 on the mainstream. Your own show because you know metal wasn't so much as like it's an independent thing. It's like we're away from the norm. It was something more aggressive than punk, but it was more accessible. So it can be a mainstream thing. And then they brought back Headbangers Ball in the 2000s when metal started making a comeback. And then it's like the guy from Hatebreed. It's it's not the same. I, I don't know if it's still. Mm-hmm. I, I I'd be shocked if Headbangers Ball is still on because the state of metal is is pretty pretty sad as far as in the eyes of the mainstream. Because there's a lot of really good bands out there, a lot of good underground bands like you know Witch Haven's still running around. Yeah, they're still around. Yeah, like you still you still got a lot of good things. That band Havoc, I think they're from Colorado. Like even you know our friends Madras, like mm-hmm. there's there's still there's good stuff going around, but that stuff isn't and getting airplay. And they're releasing no, new stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's not getting airplay on on Headbangers Ball. These people are putting out their music videos themselves, and you know, it's just it's just going on YouTube, and that's and that's the death of it because it never it never got that it never got to make its it's full comeback. So now things are a novelty, a gimmick, a niche, whatever. And that was all because of the black album. Yes. Pantera put out records in the nineties. So did morbid angel. So did creator. Yes. But it, it, it just be, it went back to being a small independent thing where maybe, maybe, you know, you have three or four people, in your high school that are into that kind of metal, like the, like the classic metal metal's always around. It's just constantly evolving. Yeah. I, I, metal core is not metal. Get out, <laughs> get out of here. People just going dun, 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 as they tune down to the a sharp. And then, and then they just go like, dun, 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 dun. No, no, no <laughs> bands don't go together. <laughs> That's what they all sound like. That's not metal. That's that's what a- aliens recreate death metal. <laughs> uh, does uh, I do not understand the concept. Uh, uh, let me tell you, Zarklan, just make noise and yell and change pitch constantly. That's every that's every metalcore song. Oh, that's a hit. Yeah, ju- ju- you don't believe me? Listen to Attila. Listen to Upon a Burning Body. It it all sounds like that. And then maybe they'll do some harmony breakdowns. Like maybe they'll do that. Like I don't it's it's all it's all the same. And and it's it's the lack of riffs. Now I asked uh I asked DJ to to check on something 
before we got started. And I, I want to, I want to go down this road because we're, we're going to talk about, um, our, our combined favorite band again, our actual combined favorite band. Not, that's not like some kind of sarcasm where we, we end up talking about like Cardi B or something. (laughs) (laughs) So like our friend, Chris Brown. No, not like that. Yeah. We're not. Yeah. It's our favorite band, not our favorite, um, like (laughs) secrets, like night stalker. Now this would be Megadeth. Now what, what made Megadeth so popular was the riffs. That's what Megadeth did better than everyone else. And I'm not going to say specifically Dave Mustaine did that because Dave's riffs did not start until he left Metallica because most of the riffs for the songs that he has credit on are, they're pretty, pretty simple. Yeah. Pretty, pretty simple. Like power chords, like Phantom or da 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 da. They're basically punk songs that are just slightly faster with elongated solos in the middle. That's it, and you know, there it's it's cute for what it is. You know, it's it's the it's the beginning of thrash metal, so they're you know trying to trying to see what works because Metallica drastically changed after Kill 'Em All. You know what Kill 'Em All is a lot like. And maybe this means nothing to you, but this means something to someone. Uh, it, it's like the first. It's like the first Depeche Mode record. Do you can you name some Depeche Mode songs? Um, I know a couple. Like you know, uh, uh, blasphemous rumors. Like I don't want to start any blasphemous rumors. Think that, that God's got a sick sense of you. Okay, how about um. Um, all ever wanted, all yeah. ever need. Okay, that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> let's have a black celebration. I don't think I know that one. Try walking in my shoes. <laughs> You'd stumble in my footsteps. You know no, that I'll one. Keep going. No. Um. Uh. Is that off the first uh, record? No. The the one off the first record, you will know that one. Uh, the, these are the okay. ones, the, the later ones, because there was a guy. Do you know the band Erasure? Yeah, but I can't say anything more than that I've heard the name. Uh, they they do that song, the uh, Come with me, cuddle me, hold me. Together we'll break these chains of love. Enjoy the silence. That's, that's okay. Depeche Mode. Depeche yeah, Mode's yeah. Enjoy the Silence. Uh, okay, they also do that one always i want to be with you and make believe with you and live <laughs> harmony. okay so the guy from erasure is a guy named vincent clark and erasure is vince clark and a singer named andy bell and vince clark played on the first depeche mode record so after the first Depeche Mode record, they had a record called Construction Time Again, which sounds like the the bridge between the first record and their other things. But after Construction Time Again, that's when they started getting like Depeche Mode is like a little moodier, a little darker, uh, a little sadder. Like they have some upbeat stuff, but for the most part, not really. But the first record, the biggest hit on that is I just can't get enough. I just can't get enough. Bam. You know that one, right? Yeah, I know that one. Okay, yeah. So that's what the first Depeche Mode record is like. It's like really poppy, 
It's really upbeat. It's really synthy. And then Vince Clark left after that. So they dramatically changed, but the second record feels like they, they, that's the band they were. And they're like, well, we still need to make it sound like this, but the rest of them were like, yeah, I don't really want to write that way. So the one after that is, is kind of when Depeche Mode started like Metallica, like you kill, kill them all is still pretty much like Dave's presence is very heavily uh, felt mm-hmm. on it. And ride the lightning is the bridge between that and master of puppets, like classic Metallica. Like when people think of Metallica, it's master of puppets and, and uh, and justice for all and justice for all. Yeah. yeah like that's, that's Metallica. But Megadeth, um, when people think classic Megadeth is, is rust in peace and, and rust in peace is undeniably a record full of riffs. Like the drumming is not, it's, it's not as aggressive or impressive in my opinion as the first two records. The production is like near flawless. And that's what makes that 90. Sure. Well, I mean, you know, you have like the first Boston record, the production is flawless. Okay. So like, you know, you have good sounding albums at the time, Mm -hmm. but it was like for a band full of like crackheads, I would say that's, (laughs) that's the more amazing part. Chemically sick. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. They're behind the music was the best one. I think they're like, yeah, we thought they were like, creatures crawling on our skin and stuff and they're just like how are you guys writing like these these albums these riffs like yeah, and playing a, every good night question <laughs> yeah and bef- before anyone says like well you know no no junk no soul well, i i i'll get to that but um yeah i will expound on that uh even if you don't like megadeth that is the best behind the music My, the two behind the musics that i recommend are <laughs> megadeth and what do you think's the other one Anvil? Uh, do I they, have, they a, have a behind the music? <laughs> no, they said they like have a, a documentary. They have a documentary. No, no, no. Okay, now I'm going to ask you. It's me. Who do you think I'm recommending for behind the music? Depeche Mode. When when have I ever like told you I love Depeche Mode? <laughs> I don't know. You usually bring them up. Weird Al. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, Weird it's Al. A, it's a, it's a really good behind the music. Not because Weird Al was like, you know doing like crack and having sex with <laughs> prostitutes. No, it's like a nice, really wholesome, like ebb and flow. Like this is a guy, you know, he was working and then he had ups and downs in his career. And it, it, it's, it's just nice seeing it. It's nice seeing a music story that is like, and then I did the crack and then I would just, <laughs> and I would lay in the gutter for hours until someone would find me. And then they'd find me and they'd give me my fix. And then I do some heroin and then some strippers would come over. Like, it's nice to see and something that isn't twice. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In one night, and then I had to perform. Yeah. And then I did more heroin. <laughs> and then, and then uh, the, when they revived me, uh, they said, uh, you're coming down off of it. So unfortunately, we're going to have to shoot you up <laughs> with more heroin so you don't die. Yeah, it's, it's nice seeing like a change from that. And. And just getting right. a little insight into him. And it's, it's just, it's fun. Like the Megadeth one is extremely interesting. Like it's, it's, it's both sides of the spectrum. Like the Megadeth yeah. is when you think of the behind the music, it's not too far <laughs> off from 
what we were just saying, but exactly. the weird out one is like the opposite. It's like one is, it's, it's listening to your, you know, your death metal. And then the other is listening to Depeche mode. It's like, you want your, your super heavy extreme and you want your nice, easy listening. And yeah, I, I like, those are the two ones to, to listen to, but, uh, back, or back or don't watch it. Sorry. You're right. <laughs> My mistake. Yeah, but, big, uh, yeah, big but, guy. yes, yes. But what made Megadeth was their riffs. Like just, just go back and listen to, uh, killing is my business. Just once that guitar just starts on love to death, like those, those are riffs. It's yeah. not just like power chords, like three chords and some, like some skank beats. It's, it's really <laughs> impressive songwriting. And beats. Yeah. No, that, you know, the, I thought those were scat beats. I'm pretty sure it's skank beats. Okay, I'll take Sk- your word for scatting it. Scatting is what the beep ba 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 da ba guy does. <laughs> beep ba ba ba. I'm a scat man. I'm a scat man. Uh, rest in peace, scat man John. He he passed. Oh, oh did he really? Yeah, in the nineties. Okay. Yeah, but rest in peace. All right, so mm-hmm. let's let's get into these Megadeth riffs because I, this is a thing that I want to comment on and how I'm I'm linking this Pantera thing. What 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 article do you have in front of you? Don't click it yet. Just what which one do you have? It's the first one that popped up. For, give me the like uh, the, first, the site. First one is just um says the ten greatest Megadeth riffs of all time. Okay, what louder. what's what louder? louder okay, you got or is it loud one? Metal. Louder sound, and I think they're featuring Metal Hammer. Okay, so I got I got ten greatest Megadeth riffs from Loudwire. So why don't you just just read yours off? All right. Oh, says, I, I can't read mine off. Mine mine's a, it's a stupid. It's video. a video or it's something. Like, yeah, there's a lot of videos when yeah, you I'm try not, to do this. Stupid yeah, thing. I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. So you you go through yours. I'll, I'll go I'll go to mo- watch Mojo. So go ahead. All right. So. Top 10 greatest rips, Mechanics, off of Killing Is My Business, uh, then Devil's Island, Peace Cells, uh, off of Peace Cells. Do I need to link the album? No, 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 no. Okay. And then, okay, so third, In My Darkest Hour, then Tornado of Souls, then Holy Wars, <laughs> then Symphony of Destruction. Here's your favorite one, She-Wolf. And let's see here. Now I had to click something. Then Sleepwalker, Head Crusher, Night Stalkers, and that's it. Okay, so, so I don't think that... I said anything off of killing is my business. Yeah, no, so I did one. Was it mechanics? No. No, what well, yeah, mechanics. Yeah. So that was the the list that I saw like a month ago, and I wanted to do an episode on it, just talking about that, but I couldn't find it, and I I forgot to save it, so I just said screw it. And I found uh, it in two seconds. And I'm <laughs> glad you found it. Yeah, because I, I I tried to find it, and I just found a, a billion other ones, and and yeah, they were all mostly different. But I got this one from Watch Mojo, starting at ten. Skin of my teeth, skull beneath the skin, mechanics, hook and mouth, my last words. Rattlehead, set the world afire, Symphony of Destruction, Hangar 18, and then number one is um, Holy Wars. So we're going to keep going. Uh, what, get, 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 uh, what's the next one you got? 
All right. Number, so it's from uh, billboard.com. Uh, number 15 is. Start at 10. Angry Let's just do 10. Let's just do 10. 10. Do, 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 do. Number 10 is My Last Words. Nine, Good Morning Black Friday. Trust. Sweating Bullets. Symphony of Destruction. In My Darkest Hour. Why is it, so number five? It says in my darkest hour slash hook and mouth. So I guess they they, they couldn't sense. pick one; they had to pick two. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, then hanger eighteen, number four. Uh, Wake up, dead. Holy wars, and number one, peace cells. Okay. Now I, I I'm gonna add a little asterisk to that because was was number ten my last words? It was. Okay. So number ten. Okay. My last words has to get bumped out because. For number five, they have uh, they have two two of them. Yeah. So nope, sorry, my last words, you got removed. Uh-huh. Now I got this one from the top tens dot com, starting at ten. Uh, United Abomination, Dawn Patrol, Good Morning Black Friday, <laughs> no. Washington is next. <laughs> Take no prisoners, rest in peace, peace cells, Hangar eighteen, Symphony of Destruction, Holy Wars. Give me, give, give me another one. Yes, give me another one. <laughs> okay, so we got uh, Skull Beneath the Skin. What, 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 which oh. one is this? Oh, okay, so this one is, it's from Louder Sound, but it says 10 criminally overlooked Megadeth songs. I guess that's different. That is different. Well, while you're looking for the next one, I got this from Loudwire. So 10, we got Sweating Bullets, then Wake Up Dead, Ashes in Your Mouth, In My Darkest Hour, Atout Le Monde, Tornado of Souls, Peace Cells, Hangar 18, Symphony of Destruction, Holy Wars. See if you, see if you can get w- one more. Yeah, I got guitar solos. No, we want riffs. I, okay, I've, I have this from the Louder Sound. That was the one you found earlier. That was the first one, yeah. Okay, so I think it, I got one. Okay. I think I got one. All right, what you got? Uh, we're gonna go number. Okay, it's uh. Wait, you you already did this. Watch Mojo. Darn it. Yeah, I did that one. Well, Shoot. okay. Well, um. So, I I found something. This this is a little different, but it doesn't matter. The point is, <laughs> um, if if you if you are paying close attention you may have noticed something if not that's okay you 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 know what the what one common denominator was in all those lists right the one song that was on all of them uh was it holy wars it was holy wars on all of them i didn't notice that it might have been but symphony of destruction was yeah that's the one that and it's I always rated right high. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and that's always on as far as riffs go. Da, 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 Like that, that is, that is not a good riff. That is like, uh, phone in a song, Dave, you have the record coming out in 10 minutes. You need a riff. Like that's, that's what that is. And that is what I'm talking about is there's all these lists that that keep it alive, that symphony of destruction. This is a good Megadeth song. And I I liked it when I first heard it because when I first, when I first heard it, it was a new Megadeth song that I'd never heard before. 
And then now when you have the rest of their catalog, well, why would you want to hear that when you have all their good songs? See, Megadeth was about riffs. And after the Black Album, riffs were not a thing for commercial metal. If you wanted to be commercial, you had to not have riffs. You had to chug. And Symphony of Destruction, you know what? If if I met Dave and just like, Dave, tell me the truth. What, like, why do you play Symphony of Destruction? And he said to me, you know what? I got to play for an hour and a half a night and I got to <laughs> sing. I do need a break. And that song is really easy to play. And like, if he said that, I'd say, you know what? I get it. I respect that. I understand that. Like, it, it's probably, he's 61 years old. He, he recovered yeah. from cancer. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to give the guy at this point a break. Like a lot of bands, like when they, when they get older, they start doing like, okay, let's go for like what the fans actually like, not what was popular at the time they were popular. Mm-hmm. It's, it's probably pretty hard for Dave, like all night to play like everything, like the, the prime cuts from peace cells and rust in peace. That's probably pretty difficult. So it's just easier to, to just, just do all these ones that were honestly just popular at the time and symphony of destruction. I it, it's probably has never been put this way, but I I'm right. As with many things, the song is, is incorrect. The song is dated. The song is a product of the nineties. And that time of metal has passed. Like even like new metal is, is a niche thing. Cause it's not popular anymore. Metal, metal lost its time in the sun. There is no like current metal. Like you, you start with the eighties stuff, like thrash metal did get really popular. Like, you know, it's on, it's on headbangers ball. And in the nineties, the new metal got popular. And then in the early two thousands, there was like that screamo, like the, you know, Avenged Sevenfold, oh, yeah. bullet for my Valentine. That stuff got popular. Yeah. That stuff lost its popularity. That's not popular anymore. Like, sure. It has its fans and I'm, and, and they, they still have a decent amount of fans, but it's, it's not like there's a, a slew of bands like this, just like popping out and, and, uh, getting signed left and right because, you know, they're capitalizing on it. There is no current popular metal music. The, the most popular bands are probably all just legacy act. And that's what I'm talking about when I say the black album killed metal. And it all started with just let's have a record and let's abandon riffs. Like let's go for either slow and chuggy or like, I don't know, commercially acceptable because Metallica, they were chasing that commercially like radio friendly sound since ride the lightning, like that song escape. They mm-hmm. were intentionally trying to have a radio hit. I know. Um, I want to say it was some heads are going to roll. Um, heads are going to Judas priest. Yeah. I think that was the song. It was a song on defenders of the faith, but I think it was that one mm. where they said specifically they were trying to write a radio friendly song that would, would okay. be like a big hit. And that song is great. That's a really good song. Most of the songs on defenders of the faith are excellent, but, um, I think that one is the one. I'm just going to see if I can find that real quick. Yeah, that, that album's so cool. Judas Priest also has like some of the worst album covers of all time. <laughs> <laughs> so I like the Ram It Down one though. 
That one's pretty cool. That is a cool cover. That one's, that one's cool. I thought you were gonna say like cool ones, but yeah, they have some pretty dumb ones. They have a lot of really dumb ones. British Steel's cool. I like that one. Rock a roller. Uh I'm just looking it up. Um I can't find anything on the Wikipedia. Why are you looking up Judas Priest again? The, well, just because I just wanted to know that they, they said uh, one of the songs on that album was written because they were trying to be commercial. They were trying to have a like a, a radio-friendly commercial song. And uh, that was because I, I brought up Metallica was trying to do that. And I don't want to sound hypocritical oh, yeah. by saying, like, Metallica sucks because they've tried to be. No, that wasn't the, the problem. Only one trying to come up with a commercial. <laughs> yeah, well, commercially successful yeah, song. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And, th- and that's fine. Like, if, a, if a, these people, this... You need to make money. See, this is the thing. You can't just put out music if it's not commercially viable. Like, do you want to do your tours and make your music? Well, you have to make money off of it because, you know, most people, they need to eat. They do need protection from the elements. Well, most of them, yes. I haven't met everybody on the planet, so maybe I can't speak for everybody. Some some need to eat more than others. (laughs) Some some can't stop eating in many cases. But, uh, uh, yeah, so I don't, I don't blame Metallica for putting out, like, let's put out a nice catchy radio friendly song, even though I, I, I never liked that song escape. I I'm, I've warmed up to it in later years, but at, when I was younger and I wanted like, you know, raw metal stuff, like I was like, this, this song, escape. yeah, I was like this one, I don't know about like, I don't really like this album, but this song, dude, I don't understand why people like Ride the Lightning. I think that album, like, the only good song on it. supposed to be cool. Yeah, I I have no idea. Like, Fade to Black is all right. Trapped Under Ice rules. Trapped Under Ice is such a good song. It's so good, but, yeah, I don't think Creeping Death is good. No, (laughs) Creeping Death and For Whom the Bell Tolls are (laughs) not good songs. Yeah, Metallica does not know how to make riffs. What Metallica does very well is songs like One or like the the um the bridge for Master of Puppets, stuff like that. That's what Metallica did really well. And that's that was Metallica's real innovation for metal is adding these more these clean classical based bridges. It that was it was a creative way to do it, but the the rest of their songs they're not impressive. Uh, Master of Puppets is a way better record than ride the lightning ride the lightning sucked honestly i that was the first metallica album i bought because i always saw that shirt whenever i went into hot topic Mm -hmm. i always saw that one and every every jabroni who wore metallica shirt they all (laughs) wore the ride the lightning shirt and i finally heard it like this has got to be the best one right and no it sucks like i was so disappointed i just gave up on it and then like every now and then i would just go back to it like ah man like I got to finish this record. And then just, it's so bad and just trapped under ice is so good. And Escape is probably like my second favorite song of that album. I, I do think ride the lightning is a good song. It is just a bit too long, but for the most part, yeah, fade to black, which is good. And, and that any band could have done fade to black, like kiss could have done that or, uh, the death tones or uh, Van Halen, even it, like, the Judas priest, anyone could have done that song. But Metallica did it, and you know, like whatever it, the song is good. But as far as being a metal song, it, it's it's not a standout song. A, a Trapped under ice rules, and just 
everything else is not <laughs> it's just not good but uh that but the the chasing commercial music after the black album it became about like okay well this, see look metallica's cracked the code on how to have commercial music and it's no riffs slow chug and that's it now pantera did do that but pantera had a little more energy pantera was the mm-hmm. best chugging band like power groove if you would uh, of all time now they are their own unique thing because uh vinnie paul is a really tight drummer uh daryl it was a legendary guitar player phil anselmo is a very unique singer one of the best metal vocalists pantera was a very unique entity but a lot of their songs are not very impressive cowboys from hell and vulgar display of power have a lot of good stuff on them but uh everything after that it just got slower and uh i don't want to say groovier in the sense like a hippie would but i mean like music they got more more groovy and the power i really i hate the power chug like that in place of a good riff like i i want a riff like get, get give me give me my last words like trapped under yeah. ice is a good riff you know it's a, a good riff too is um is death rider by anthrax that album's not very good and the, the singer's like pretty annoying but that's a cool riff like um over the wall testament over the wall that that's like probably my favorite guitar solo of all time the one from first strike uh still deadly yeah even even alone in the dark too alone alone in the dark's pretty pretty cool uh intro i like that a lot um uh, exodus had a lot of really good riffs slayer even had a lot of good riffs like slayer is mostly like you know a lot of power chords but that's because they were playing so fast but they they also did a lot of cool stuff like at, at dawn they sleep, uh, even even hell uh, I almost said hell waits hell waits is a great song but <laughs> but uh, rain and blood has, has a lot of really cool little oh, like, yeah. really cool riffs in it. Like, rain and blood is is a really good song and I think a lot of people they they don't appreciate how creative Slayer actually was because Slayer is the most aggressive metal band. Well, for the time, you know, sure you get, you, you can get, you know, more aggressive once you get to the death metal genre, but, of course. but yeah, but still like the, the riffs, is, that's what drives people. That's what makes people want to pick up the guitar. Like, and sure. If, if you've ever been into a guitar center, there's, there's a 12 year old, <laughs> there's a 12 year old kid who plugged in a Stratocaster playing smoke on the water or, you know, a 14 no year old. Yeah. Denied. And there's a 14 year old playing a crazy train. You know, like these are the progressions, but crazy train that that's the riff people play smoke on the water and iron man because they can, like they just learned how to play a power chord. So those are the ones that they played. But once they get to, to riffs, uh, you know, they go into crazy train. You know, they do go into stairway to heaven. Oh, crazy train. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, go ahead. I was going to say with crazy train, that kind of reminds me, I saw this thing and it was like, it gave you like pictures or whatever, um, about like, if you could pick any concert like ever to go to, and it had like a picture of Randy Rhodes, it had like, you know, Jimi Hendrix. And then it had a picture of Gar Samuelson and said like 1984. I was like, 
or 84. Or, yeah, they maybe it's 87, I think. I don't know, one of the two. Maybe it was 80. Yeah, I think it's think 84. But anyways, I was like, that's that's the show. <laughs> like, to see yeah. Megadeth with Gar Samuelson. It didn't matter what year, just Megadeth with Gar Samuelson. Oh, like, that matters to me. That, I mean, I just want to see really... Megadeth during that era when they're still playing those songs. That See, th- there there are two versions of Megadeth. There's the Megadeth that uh, people know and love, and then there's the Megadeth that went commercial. And after Countdown to Extinction, as we did on episode 14, the hit list, we, we went right. over their set list, and at, at, like everything that they did, it, their career was defined by Symphony of Destruction, where everything before then, like Rust in Peace and before, yeah. it was... You mean Countdown? No, no, Rust in Peace and before was one era of, like, that was Megadeth. And then Countdown and On, that's... You said Symphony of Destruction. Oh, sorry, sorry, Countdown. Sorry. Uh, Symphony of Destruction is, is for some reason, the, like, the most notable song from that album. Yes, it is. And, it, and, it's, is it, and it's, it's probably... I, I want to say it's the worst Megadeth song, but that's not true. There's, there are worse, no, like, everything worse on... Ones. Everything worse on, on that record. Yeah, yeah. terrible. And there are good songs like that and Symphony of Destruction. It's not a terrible song. It's just, it's a bad Megadeth Megadeth song. song, Yeah. But this, this is, this is like when I say it was killed, like Metallica sought out Bob Rock. Yeah. I was going to get into that that too. Bob Rock is a guy that he's, he's been in the entertainment industry forever. Like he, this is a connected guy. This guy knows, he knows what they're going to do. He knows the trends. I think any band could have approached him and he would have done for them what he did for Metallica and that album would have been as successful. Metallica was just the the one most able and willing to to sell out for that. So they were just Well, he did that for Well, he did that for Motley Crue with the Dr. Feelgood album. That was the kinda, most successful. Well, that 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 is just their best album. It really is. <laughs> Cause a lot of people were down on that one cause it's darker and heavier and it just, it feels like that almost could have been like Pantera's pre Cowboys from hell album. Yeah. But, but, yeah. but that's, but Motley Crue wasn't a riff band. Like they're like, you know, like, I can't hear you. Put your hands in the air. How you doing? What's up, New York City? <laughs> like they're like a, a band like that. Like they're like a party band. Where Metallica yeah, yeah, wasn't right. that. Like yeah, uh-huh. and just because they produced them, you know, he also produced the Scorpions and Bon Jovi, and like he's just been around. But there, I do believe that there was an active attempt to destroy mainstream metal, and what they did was they they shifted focus away from riffs and guitar in, into what became new metal. And new metal, there, there's a reason that we still have black death and thrash metal bands forming regularly. There are not new metal bands forming. And before anyone says, oh yeah, well this band just came out last year and their first album just, just came out like two weeks ago. Yeah, of course, but not on mass. Like there is thrash death and black. Like there, there's like a, a million of those bands in like every major city. There's just, there's just so many of those bands just running around playing the classic sound as opposed to the, the death, the, or, uh, the new metal and like the metal core. Now, sure. There, there were a lot of people doing that at the time, but you know, 
you don't have the same success. Like you want to go see flaw. You want to, you want to go see, um, uh, gosh, what's another new metal band that just doesn't exist anymore. As I lay dying. That's not a new metal band. New metal band is basically rap rock. Oh, okay. Like, like Limp Bizkit. Like when you think new metal, it's bands like Limp Bizkit. But I'm I'm trying to think because there there's still a few that like the machine. Yeah, because there's still like them and Corn and even Limp Biscuit. Like they're still popular, but that's it's still like five bands from that genre. System of a Down. Yeah, that like they're still popular, but again, it's like it's like five bands from that genre are still popular, but for the most part, like there there were so many new metal bands that just um. They just, they're just gone there and they're not going to come back. Whereas like thrash metal bands are, are still popping up and like Exodus is still around. Uh, is, is, yeah. So- Sodom is still around. Like all those Sodom. bands that never quite made it into mainstream success. And they're still releasing stuff. And they're, and they're still releasing good stuff mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Good stuff. You know, it's funny. I actually looked at this today cause I wanted to look at Megadeth tickets, but they're not really playing close to where I'm at. But anyways, you can, do a meet and greet and ask Dave questions for like three hundred and seventy five dollars. Uh, I think there's another one for like two hundred bucks that you can also ask questions, but that doesn't include a ticket. So, like, you can for under five hundred bucks, you can ask him your questions. Well, about, you know that dispute. we might do it. <laughs> I, I, it you know, it's something. It's, it's not terrible. I mean, yeah, it's a lot, but but, that, but this, mean, yeah, this uh, the the thing is with that though is how many questions are you going to ask him? Like, are you like Dave? How are you? I'm good. Next, like, is it going to be like that? <laughs> so that yeah, that it does say bring point. bring a big bag of money. <laughs> oh, does it say that? No. Okay, say <laughs> that's actually pretty funny <laughs> if it said that. <laughs> you just keep throwing money at him. Yeah, you just like you have to pay them, like you pay them, like you give them a hundred dollar bill per question. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you remember those terrible destruction albums after uh, Shmir left? You know, that's the band that everyone, everyone universally loves, and I never, I really never, I kind of gave them the time of day, but I never got into them. But I know they're part of like the the German big. Or the, what do you call the, them? The trio, if you would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sodom Creator Destruction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Where I, I, I do think Sodom is easily the best yes. uh, of those three mm-hmm. bands. Uh, I think Destruction in their prime is the next best. Create Creator is the biggest of them, but they got a lot of problems. They have a, they have some like some pretty bad albums. <laughs> because they they were a good example of like oh this black album's big uh let's do that outcast (laughs) yeah enderama enderama oh that's what it was enderama yeah and enderama is really really bad like that that album is like as maybe worse at least as bad as risk (laughs) it's terrible but yeah it it was all just it's just drop, drop the riffs. That was the thing. Drop the riffs, mm-hmm. drop the aggression. And that's what was appealing about metal. And that, and that's what people wanted. And, and you know, <laughs> and, and 
I, I do. Uh, I, I don't know if I finished my point with, with Bob Rock, but um, to circle back to that is I, I think there was a coordinated effort and then he was sent in like someone might say like, oh, a tinfoil hat here. It's like, well, mm-hmm. like what changed? Like they were on a like an upwards trajectory. And, well, people moved on. Well, then how do you explain all the trends that came after metal's heyday that are have all basically disappeared, but metal bands still pop up? Like metal, how, how many grunge bands are forming? How many, how many 19 year olds are, are starting grunge bands? Is there like, are there grunge scenes? How many grunge people? Cause we talk about like seeing like motorhead and Metallica yeah, and like pick name a metal band. Like, and you, we see their shirts. Like I saw a guy at, at the gym the other day. He was wearing a deicide hat. <laughs> and you sh- sure. I, I, did you go up to him and say hey you, you probably need to not uh wear that sir you know so uh, yes, i yes i know what you, i know it, and i know what you you're know? doing too but uh yes. no i no i did not okay. i did not uh recreate uh my experience when we went to the gym <laughs> but um at uh, our, our younger years yes yes <laughs> which was really silly but anyway um and while we do Certainly, and and I am going to speak for you just because it's law of averages. Um, yes, yeah. See Nirvana shirts pretty regularly. Yes, but you don't see people with like the lesser grunge band shirts on. It's always the same Nirvana shirt, though. Yes, yeah, it's like the classic <laughs> one that has the logo with the circle on it. Yeah, it, yeah it's like, always that one. Have you, have you ever seen a different one? Because I've seen so many different Maiden shirts, even yes. Metallic shirts. Yes, yes, I you do know, see a lot of different me- Megadeth, and or sorry, I, I meant Metallica, but yeah, I do Metallica, see different yeah. Megadeth shirts too. But Nirvana, it's yeah, always, it's, it's, or even Aerosmith, it's always. And, yeah, it's the, the one people. they clearly got at Walmart. <laughs> yes but oh, yeah and, and which also helps my point but yeah there's not there's not like a bunch of there's not a resurgence of like well music is popular now because of whatever reason so here's all the people that are into grunge but it's still metal is still consistent yes they because they they tried to bury it but i i think it was too popular and they wanted rap to be the norm oh really they dropped, oh they did that it's like, yes I mean, look at it and we'll get to that in the, in the second hour. We will, we'll be talking about a, a new rapping buffoon who's I'm sure everyone's heard of, but doesn't know much about it is just an, another jabbering hooligan who shouldn't be famous, but the, the world that we live in is, is cuckoo. The prime for fame. <laughs> yeah. So like we, we live in you know, uh, a big tent world. So of course the clowns are all famous, but, <laughs> but metal is still, it's still the, the heart is still beating, you know, it, it's slow and it's, it's trying to, to come back, but it's not flatlining. Like they tried to do to it, but yes. people, people are still making thrash bands and death metal bands and black metal bands. Yeah, That's that. Yeah, that appeals to people and it is the musicianship and it's not like people listen to it and they just go, like, uh, do you understand like the key and the change? And the t- <laughs> no, it's not like that. It's just people hear the riffs and it's as simple as that sounds cool. That sounds cool to me. 
I like that one. That sounds cool. You know what? I kind of want to pick up an instrument. I want to play music like that. That's what's appealing. No one heard Symphony of Destruction and said, I'm going to play guitar. But I bet plenty of 12-year-olds, like when they get their first guitar lesson, that's a song they learn. Because it's easy. And it's a song like, oh, I've heard that song before. Oh, I can play a song that someone's heard. Isn't that cool? But they keep perpetuating this thing where Symphony of Destruction, one of the best Megadeth songs. No, it was just a big hit. It was a big hit like Inner Sandman was a big hit. It was a big hit because they wanted it to be a hit. And it's, it's, there was an old video. It was like a Dateline or something. It was like some news program. And it was all about, I can't find it anymore, but it was pretty much how they generated popularity for musicians where they would show like the front row and it would look like it's a venue that's packed, but really there'll be like 20 people in like a thousand person stadium, auditorium, whatever. And that would make people think, well, this is the happening place. I want to be where it's happening because at the end of the day, people, they do want to belong to something. And a lot of people, they like belonging to something that makes them feel special. And that's what metal was. And people want community. They want like-minded individual and, and metal offered that in a really efficient way, especially when I say metal, I mean like eighties metal, like the classic heavy metal and the thrash metal, death metal, black metal are extensions of that, but it's going to be, I mean, you, you get some, some weirdos in the, in the black metal world that will be like, I don't listen to anything that has sold more than 200 copies like you'll get some like weirdos like that but for the most part most people that listen to like black and death metal they still like maiden they still like megadeth they still like sodom they 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 like dio they they like that stuff but those bands that out there they're still trying they have their audience and it's it's not what it was but it could be it, it it's this this rap thing is not is not permanent, especially because you know all these artists just kill each other all the time. <laughs> it's not sustainable, literally. It's, it's not. Yeah, it's not sustainable. It, it, it you know the it's Morris what can't take it. <laughs> well, it's it's like what what um what the folks say. It, it's a problem that literally solves itself. You know, with all these rappers killing each other. Not that I you know I I I disavow all violence. You know, I don't condone it, but. Right. No, but that's, which is why I, you know, I'm so adverse to rap, but anyway, so going to break, uh, we got, we got a, an AC original from the, uh, album endure. And this one is called into lands unknown, which I think is the, uh, premier track on the record. So on the other side of the break, uh, we're going to bring you some more more misfits and not the kind with uh danzig singing <laughs> so we'll see you on the other side of the song
And of course, we are back. And now that was into lands unknown from the album Endure. And I, I worked hard to bring you some some classic '80s ass kicking metal. And you know, you know, tell your friends. It's got, that, class, it's got that classic sound. Got that classic sound. You know, I, I might be a little bit biased, but I think the, the just the general, even casual metal fan will enjoy it and and respect it. It is musically really good um the production is is fine i know you, you said it's not like the best but it's not bad it's not not uh, modern it's, yeah but it's not like killing is my business it's better than that yeah it, it doesn't it doesn't you know? sound like a, <laughs> a demo recorded on a an answering machine in the back exactly. of a van or like was it garage band back in the day it's not yeah like it doesn't that. sound like you know you have a laptop mic in front of a whole live band and then you know that's the demo where everything just sounds like <laughs> yeah it sounds it's it it does sound like an album it's you can make out what everything is doing and we have said that you can do, you know, your own stuff these days. You don't need like five producers on these these albums, especially like I know we've talked about hip hop stuff, but even metal, like you you can do this on your own and I have it sound it. professional. I yeah, I did it. Yeah, I I had I had yeah, no experience. I mean. <laughs> yeah, like I I can do it. You you can do it too. All, all it did was it was a lot of trial and error. Now it did it did take me a long time because a lot of it I had to figure out what was what almost and, 20 years yeah fif- 15 years but, <laughs> but in all fairness the actual recording process it was it was probably right. about three years and it was wow. just it was just learning how how to use the programs and how and the the final product is is nowhere near what it sounded like when I first started recording. Like that is, that is a lot of studio magic to make it sound like that. Now it's not as magical as the newest Dawkins song. Oh, you, did you hear it? No, 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 no. There's a lot of magic and I love Dawkins. And if you, if you turn your blinders on, you'll love it, but you know that there's so many like effects. It's not really yeah yeah i'm yeah i'm 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 (laughs) fine with that you know at least he's he's doing what he can to sound like dawkin you know Mm -hmm. ai created dawkin song but but my my (laughs) point is you know i i know enough of the studio magic to make it sound like it came out like it like it was produced uh, um by by scott burns in in fort lauderdale in 1989 that's that's what i got but a lot of that was more last minute stuff. And it was a lot of just like, okay, how do I do this? Okay. What do I do to get it to, to streamline everything? And then once everything was recorded, it was just a matter of, okay, how do I make it sound good? And that's what took so long. But, uh, the, the next album, and I have already started working on the next album. It it probably won't take me three years. I, I don't, I can't tell you. You know, it's not going to take a month, but it's not going to take three years. But, uh, the, the one thing I learned on, on this album was what not to do. I, I, I feel very confident in my abilities of knowing what not to do. And that is an experience in 
of itself. So yeah, that's, uh, go, ahead. go ahead. No, I was going to say that just helps you be more efficient and streamlined uh, with the next effort, you know, um, and that just takes with experience just doing it. Like you're not going to be able to, you know, not um, you just have to go through those normal either mistakes or just to learn because you have to go through that demos. Yeah. And you had sent me demos, I mean, a year, maybe even two years ago of these songs. And I don't know how you did it, but you made it sound really, really good. Not saying they didn't sound good before, but you could tell the the amount of hours that you had to put into this thing. Yeah, it is commendable. And even your playing probably got better, too, over the time yeah. as well. I mean, your solos, I think you had to re-record those. Yeah, a, a lot um, of that got stuff tons was the Tons yeah. of rips, obviously, as we're going with the the theme of the show. We're, yeah, we're riffing. <laughs> riffing. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, that, that, was, uh, that was the main thing, is I, I had to make it both sound good and the songs good had songs. to be good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, yeah. because the thing is, like if, you had, you had good songs, but yeah, then. if if all the songs are good, but it sounds like crap, it doesn't matter, and vice mm-hmm. versa. If all if the songs are bad, but it sounds great, it doesn't matter. Because nope. you know, the black album is lightning in a bottle. You're never going to have that success where just like you have a, a very C minus record, and you know it's like the biggest album of all time. It's never going to happen. But if you want some success, you you got to have a good product. And while I'm I'm not the best producer, I, I know some things, and a lot of it was just learning what not to do. And I, I I'm pretty sure that the next one is going to be better. And a lot of this was just kind of like, uh, well, I'm I am fatigued from doing this. Like I, I've been doing this for so long. Uh, now I'm going to work on another song. And that's why a lot of the songs do sound so different because they were all recorded in a different way. Literally. That's why like some of them, you can tell which ones were the first ones that I did just by the quality of, of how they're mixed. Cause it did get to the point. I was like, well, why don't you just redo it? It's, yeah. It's so much time had gone by and mm-hmm. I just, I needed to deliver a product eventually yeah. like you maybe maybe when the time comes years from now i'll do i'll do the whole uh the first strike still deadly and I'll, I'll just re-record everything and then just have it sound super sleek and modern and you know just everything just sounds perfect but uh, until then you know you can have a nice raw you know, killing is my business thing now uh, a friend of mine um we'll call him nc17 that that's actually his it's, he does uh, bass and drums, electronic music, and yeah. I, I I sent it to him, and he's like, "Oh, you know, let, let me let me take a crack at at uh, remastering them." And he he did, and they they sounded they did sound a little better. But uh, originally, I was thinking like, "Oh, you know, I'll just you know put those ones up," and I thought, you know what? Because they don't sound so much better. It, it's not like, you know the the demo to studio like oh this is night and day how could you release this when when you have this version and this one sounds so bad no it just the my my versions sounded slightly worse some sounded like notably better but the other ones like unless you're sitting in a silent room with quality headphones on you're probably not going to tell the difference where where do you listen to most of your music dj 
Like, if you um, had to guess, I, I'm kind of a a fifty fifty mix of like listening from like my phone with headphones, and then putting uh connecting my phone to my car. Well, where are you listening with phone and headphone? Like, what's what? Well, that's what I mean. Not what. Do oh, you okay. Use yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, what are you doing um, like when you my, listen to music? Like, I'm like it, in my room. You just like, what are you doing? You just just hanging out in your room, just putting music on. I guess so. Like okay. you know, folding some folding some clothes. Okay, cleaning okay. up, organizing. You know, maybe maybe doing a little. Uh, okay, little so re- re- relative relatively quiet. You, you'd say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and but the car. You said like you know when you're out driving. Yeah, I like I like to listen to stuff in the car. Yeah, so car is not as as quiet. And I it would, isn't. It's a different experience. Yeah, and I would assume most people that listen to music in their car, it's it's also you know like people that listen to music like at the gym or like they're they're working outside or oh, okay, something yeah. where there is noise going on in the background. So they wouldn't be able to tell the the, the difference in the production. So well, that's yeah, what when I was you're running. Oh, yeah, so when you're sprinting on a on a treadmill or something, or you hear really, like, paying other, attention to or other gym <laughs> music is on in the background, or other people clanking weights, yeah, and no grunting doubt. loudly, and just all, all like possibly like basketballs bouncing and and just stuff like, or just general people like even chatting. The gym is a pretty loud environment, so you're not gonna have that perfect like. All right, I'm gonna take in every every bit of of audio that this song offers. So you're, you're gonna, you're gonna miss some things or it's not going to sound perfect because of the noise around you. Same with the car, you know, like if your windows are down, you got the wind plus the other cars, or if your windows are up, you know, you the, the engine and you can hear the other cars driving, the horns honking, whatever it, it's a loud environment. So if it doesn't sound perfect, and I'm not just talking about for me, but I mean, that's what started this. But for you, if you're just thinking like, I produce my own thing, like, oh, geez, maybe I pay someone else. Like, well, you could pay someone else. Um, if, if you have something and the mix is what it is at a certain point, you can't make it sound much better. And that, and that's just where I was because of how it was mixed and how I recorded it. And I, I recorded it so sloppily because I, I just, I, I just wasn't quite sure what i was doing and i was just learning as i was going and it's very obvious in certain songs see if you listen to it see if you can figure out which ones i did first you you'll probably be correct but it doesn't have to sound perfect not everything has to sound so pristine especially if you have something with a more raw sound, like if you're doing some kind of like, you know, generic rock and roll or something like, eh, maybe, maybe you got to get that sound in like pretty good. Like, you know, your standard like blues or like something sounds like, like winger or, uh, or, sl- or slaughter, you know, miles away. Yeah. You know, if you have something that sounds like that, which again, those bands don't really exist anymore. Which is weird because, you know, girls were all about that, but, you know, the thrash, death, and black metal bands do. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but anyway, yeah, most, most, most people are going to be listening, especially metal music. Like someone's going to put on something a little, 
like calmer, smoother if they're studying or like, you know, while they're falling asleep or something like that. It's kind of, kind of, kind of jarring to listen to, to metal, like while you're doing like, you know, kind of paperwork or something. But, you know, if you're folding clothes, maybe, but definitely at the gym, like that is metal music is good at the gym. When I'm at the gym, I listen to my playlist. Is, it's it's Megadeth and Weird Al. That's all I listen to. <laughs> Some days I might change it up and I'll throw in Motorhead. But for the most part, that's what I'm doing at the gym. Because, you know, Polka Face, you know, that's that could be a Megadeth oh, okay. song. It could. It's got the uh, the thrash drum beat. The skank beat. Yes. The sk- <laughs> yes. Which you're very amused by for yeah, some I reason. Like, I don't know why I like that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so like, so put that in your top three, like right, right below the broken cannonball and a chip on the shoulder, like the, the skank, <laughs> beat. Broken, the skank beat. Oh man, the chip D- on his shoulder. DJ's top three. <laughs> what is just the name of a of a drum beat? The but skank yeah. beat. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, for all you aspiring musicians out there, the, the tools are available. Reaper is free. It's a, it's a, it's a good digital audio it's free. workspace. I think I spent 50 bucks for that. Well, I mean, you're just, you're just flexing on the off. people. I mean, you may have got ripped off, but yeah, as far as I know, I Reaper I is free. <laughs> I mean, you maybe, I'm sure there's aspects of it where you can pay money and then there's there's more stuff but reapers it is a it is a good program and it offers all that you really need like just don't use audacity to record Mm. that has a lot of problems like if you want to record like voice memos to yourself that's what audacity is for like if you know like monthly report or whatever (laughs) like that's what audacity is for but you can use Reaper, a free free program to record. Um, I'm I'm sure there's plenty of YouTube videos of some guy saying like how to master or how to mix in Reaper, like how to whatever. I'm sure it's all there. All the tools are there. Like I said last week, and I wasn't even joking. We're probably at the point where you can watch a YouTube video to learn how to take out someone's appendix. Like Angelo, he used a YouTube video to, to do maintenance on some piece washer of, or something yeah, like yeah. Washer or dryer, or dishwasher, some, some big piece of metal, something went wrong and he, he found out what was wrong via YouTube. So, and I did use YouTube for, for some mastering techniques and it, it helped me enough. It, it, it made the songs sound good enough. And, and I am proud of the record and I, I do recognize there are a lot of flaws. Um, I've asked a few people, like, have you, you noticed this certain thing? And then they haven't been able to find the, the problem that I notice. Now the NC 17, nice guy. If you like drum and bass, you know, check him out. Um, he, he did notice obvious problems with the mastering. Like he asked me one thing and I was like, oh yeah, I definitely didn't do that. And I go, like, okay, yeah, that's a <laughs> rookie mistake. But he didn't, he didn't point out the, the thing that I've noticed, but. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, you're, when you're listening at in the car or at the gym, eh, it's a it's a good time, uh, and I, I am I am happy with it. And I I'm mostly happy that this thing that I I wanted to do 
literally 15 years ago. Yes. I'm able to do it now. Just we, we all, we all, we all have that opportunity. And, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm a better musician now than I was back then. Cause back then I played a lot more than I do now. I had less responsibility in my life. Uh, but, uh, but I, I, I have it. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I was able to do it. And there, there were two more songs that had, we jumped into the studio to record it. There are two more songs that, uh, would not have made it onto the record, but you know, I, mm. I am, I am going to be, um, uploading a quote unquote full version on YouTube. So there will, and there will be a bonus track. So, oh, bonus. Yeah. So stay tuned with that. Mm. Um, that, that will, that'll be up pretty soon. I need to get that done, but now let's, let's get back into, uh, what we were talking about now, this is, this is something before we get into what we teased our one, I, I just saw this was funny 50 cent under criminal investigation for hitting <laughs> oh, no. power one Oh six radio host with the microphone. Is this the hot new trend? Now you just bash someone with the microphone. You know, it's like the kids were doing the tide pod challenge. Then it was the milk yeah, yeah. crate challenge. Now it's the microphone <laughs> challenge. You just take a mic and just bash someone with it. Yeah, there's the celebrities wanted something to do on their own, not just for like children, but they like acting like children and uh, causing a lot of havoc. And so this seems like a good, a good avenue for them that, or, or a fitting avenue, I should say, not not a good one, definitely not good. <laughs> no, it's not good. <laughs> and you see the picture of her, and she just looks all messed up. Wait, you hit a woman? Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so chubby this guy <laughs> yeah did you ever oh, it, it just reminds me of him at the uh the super bowl they they had him and like snoop dogg and all those people like perform and he tried to like uh mimic his old video of him like hanging upside down and they do like a side by side of like 20 years like later on and it he's so like out of shape <laughs> he's in well, his like wife beater. You, you and you remember his video the um is it called it's called in in the club right the it's oh, your birthday yeah, yeah. yeah like uh -huh. and he's like super ripped <laughs> yeah yeah exactly he now looks like terry cruz and then and now now he he's like like martin lawrence's fat suit from big mama's house oh god it's like he's taking steroids but not working out it's like dude you gotta you gotta lift said, yeah <laughs> blow up like a balloon <laughs> well it's more yeah. like well he's well he's got the diet part down he's just not doing the exercise like you know i'm yeah, I'm, I'm, eat, I'm in my bulking phase i mean i'm taking in ten thousand calories a day 20 years <laughs> it, it's a dirty bulk guys i'm putting it on for a roll do you ever oh, see there? Uh, what's that I was going to say, it, it says angry 50 cent throws his mic into the crowd, smacking fan in the head. It, it, he's not a happy 50 cent. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, I, 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 well, I could see someone like so excited, like, yeah. Okay. You, you, you remember that video of the, of the bass player from Nirvana throwing his bass in the air? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Comes he out and hits him. The yeah. He, pro and then he, yeah, he then probably he wasn't drinking, angry. Uh, he was drinking like champagne with, uh, with, uh, uh Brian May queen because they couldn't find him after that well yeah he probably got lost after getting brain damage but i'm saying <laughs> but i'm saying like he was probably pretty happy during that 
So like, you know, maybe yeah. 50 Cent was like, y'all having a good time. Woo! <laughs> and he just like throws the microphone and he just like hits someone. You're famous now. Yeah. You know, like maybe that's what he was doing. <laughs> this is from a website called Baller Alert. It's funny. Baller Alert. 50 Cent Baller. cracks someone's head open with a microphone. He's a baller. <laughs> it's just funny to me. It's just it's just funny to me because make we, keep, this up. we don't yeah. we don't just see the same people. We see the same behaviors. So it's just it, nothing new under the sun. You know what you know what I mean? No, like sexually exploiting people and then uh, throwing microphones at people's faces. Like how? What is going on? Well, you know what? We'll we'll, we'll get to that in, in a oh, little bit oh, because okay. I think something is going on here. But okay, today who who's the the apple of our eye is yes. uh is a is a nice uh, nice, nice. Uh, talented young lady named uh, Doja Cat who real name Amala Ratna Zendil Diamini so that's uh, a mouthful Doja Cat Doja Cat for short <laughs> try saying it one <laughs> times fast I didn't even make it <laughs> yeah now no, you didn't now we've been wanting to talk about Doja Cat for a while the show started (laughs) yeah so so that's where the the, this all started here where um doja cat responds to half a million fans unfollowing her on ig after she refused to say she loves them she says free and she doesn't care now this this wasn't the original story that we had like we we had like we were going to talk about her months ago because she was she is just mired in controversy but the thing is they all are but Mm -hmm. As things have developed, uh, we thought, you know what? Now's now's the time. Let's let, let's dig her up. So yeah, Do- Doja Cat lost half a million fans on following her. It, it's like uh, I don't know if we did this on the show last week, but I, I definitely I asked you this, DJ. Like, you know, if if you lost a hundred thousand dollars, how how would you feel? Yeah, I think we did do that on the show. It was like it would. It would ruin our lives. It's not going to ruin these like huge. But, yeah, but yeah, lives, but if you but... yeah, if you have a billion dollars, losing a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars is nothing. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, so like if we lost half a million fans, like please don't leave us. That would be a, a huge blow. It's like we're in fa- we're in fan debt, where mm-hmm. she can lose half a million fans, but still I still call them dumb. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but but she she lost half a million fans. And this, this is, is another running theme in our, in our shows is these, these celebrities now think that they are like gods. Like she, though, that half a million fans that she lost, if each one of them, like go buy, buys a ticket for her tour, you know, that's, uh, I'm going to assume it's a hundred dollars to see her that, you know, that's. That's it's like the five average. million. Yeah, it's five million dollars. No, no, no. It's fifty million. It's yeah. If it's a hundred, if it's a hundred, show yeah, fifty fifty million dollars. That's that's a huge amount of people. Just she lost them. Yeah. So Doja Cat said her last two albums are cash grabs that mm-hmm. her fans fell for. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, she's so, probably telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> well, with all these people that we've talked about, and, and we'll call them our B sides, 
everything they do is a cash grab. Now I'm not going to sit here and pretend that, that music isn't a business like, Oh, it's for the art. You do it from the soul. No, it's yeah. You have to make a living. Now there are people out there. They have day jobs and, um, they, they do what they can to keep putting music out. But if these people are going to put out music consistently and do shows, they need, to make money and Mm -hmm. as as we'll say we'll just call them you know business owners like these bands they're a small (laughs) business yeah part of it is is customer service so being nice to fans is customer service these people don't get this now the thing is with your doja cats and um who was the last one that we talked about now we talked about her too, but she applies. I'm Lizzo. just trying to remember. Uh, Lizzo to uh, Ariana Cardi B. Cardi B. Cardi B. Yeah, it was, it was uh, Cardi B. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess she was a. I guess she was a stripper, so stripper. she probably at some point had good customer service. Uh, but yeah, you got to pay extra for that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. It was Cardi Cardi B and Lizzo were the ones I was thinking of. But with with these people. They were just literally given success. They didn't have to put their nose to the grindstone and, and go out and, and do the, the clubs and the, the small bars and, and make a name for themselves. They were just no. given a name. Like Rihanna's is actually the perfect example because <laughs> she and some people, like they said, like, let's be like a musical act. Okay. What are we called? I don't know. What kind of song should we sing? Well, we don't have any. Um, and then, and then someone's like, you know what? I'll, I'll give you an audition. Meet some guy. <laughs> I, I'm the, I'm one of the, the biggest producers in America. I happen to be in your tiny country. So I'm going to give you vacation. an audition. Yeah. Yeah. Well, possibly who knows uh, who knows yeah, we don't, we, I'm we in don't the know. area looking for talent. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for talent in Trinidad. Now I live <laughs> on the Gulf <laughs> coast in America, but I had a feeling, you know, Trinidad is that's the I place to feeling. be today. It's like, uh, like that Harry Potter movie where he like drinks the thing and he's like, I, you know, I just like, I just want to be at Hagrid's. Like, I want to be there <laughs> for like, it just feels like the place to be and, like, why? Well, I don't know. It just feels like, so I got a good feeling. So this guy is like, you know, he drank that, he drank his potion and he's like, Trinidad, it's the place to be. Oh, here's someone who will become one of the biggest selling artists of all time. And she'll be able to tell people that she's self-made. And that's just how it works. So these, these people, they never had that moment where they were just like, holy crap. Like we sold a thousand copies of our album. Like they've never, they've never had that. They've only ever been at the top. So when yeah. she's like, I don't, oh yeah, it's, these are cash grabs. Like, I don't care about you. You fi- I lose 500,000 fans, whatever. That's a, that's chump change drop in the pond. Imagine that's being me. someone like, imagine having 500,000 followers <laughs> just in general. Now imagine having 500,000 followers to throw away. That that's where yeah. this, this person is. Yeah. So a yeah, number I'm of like, you go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, I, I got her like, Facebook <laughs> pulled up and then she's got 4.9 million. 
million followers. She's following six people, and obviously that's not important. But right, right. Uh, but yeah, who are actually? Hold on, it might be. Who is she following? I'm very curious. Okay. Uh, there's someone that has like some sort of either Chinese or Russian writing, and it says YOLO. Welcome okay, to my yeah. universe. I don't know what that is. Uh, vibe. Wet store JP, Reggie Watts gallery. Base- with Isn't Chinese- Reggie Watts a baseball player? <laughs> uh, no. Is JJ Watt? Oh wait, is Reggie Watts a football player? JJ Watt is that the baseball player? Reggie Watt. He's a doctor. Reggie Watts. Who is this guy? Reggie Watts. He's not a doctor. Okay. All right. Well, so she's following nonsense, which we'll we can get to her past, which is equally nonsensical. Of the all, thing is, is like you can ahead. you can call your fans dumb and and lose five hundred thousand followers or whatever, and you get rewarded with a with a tour, like yeah. So it's it's an order of doing business for them. It it's just another day, right? Because these these people, <laughs> well, these people don't understand this because like literally none of these people worked for what they have. This is it's not a business like they they think that they're that talented and that magical. They really they think they're like gods. Like the, these, these are my subjects that worship me, but really these, these record executives just, they dug these people out and then they, they gave them, you know what? <laughs> we'll tie this to the, we'll tie this to the first hour. It's like what the song symphony of destruction is about. Symphony of destruction is basically about all these artists, the Doja cats of the world. Like you, you take, you take an untalented loser and then you give them, <laughs> you put them in control. <laughs> yeah. You, and you give them all the tools to have power because they, they definitely have power. Like, you know, maybe they don't have like the political power, like you might be thinking, mm-hmm. but they, no, they have power. Like she has a lot of money and she, she can do oh yeah almost anything that she wants. So like the symphony of destruction is, is is about the doja cats of the world so here's her actual statement after losing half a million seeing all these people unfollow makes me feel like i've defeated a large beast that's been holding me down for so long and it feels like i can reconnect with people who really matter and love me for who i am not for who i was i feel free so what she's pretty much saying is Anyone that says anything negative about me, I don't want. I only want sycophants. The sick, the, the, the yes men make me mm-hmm. feel free. Those are the people that matter. The people that love me for who I am. Now, what she is, is a buffoon. What she is, is a talentless loser that record executives dug up. Uh, she's a cocaine addicted Mm-hmm. uh garbage she looks like fire. a prostitute really she, she does look like a prostitute but they all look like prostitutes okay that's like fair. and in like cases of like the pussycat dolls some are literal <laughs> prostitutes yeah iggy azalea might as well be a prostitute because she, you know she sells her body for money she really doesn't need on only fans yeah yeah, so these people, they're basically prostitutes. And there's another thing that I'll, I'll tie into that when we get to it later. So what what matters to her are the people that were, will just eat up all the things that she says, especially when she says things like, 
yeah, my last two albums were just cash grabs that my fans fell for. She's calling you stupid. And anyone that pretty much said, yeah, I'm okay with being tricked like that. That's, that's who matters to her because she, she, this is a woman that's, she, she's too stupid to understand humility. Like she, like after like half a million fans, like she probably never popped the champagne at like, I got a hundred thousand fans, but losing half a million, that's no big deal. That's no big deal. And, and, and you could say like, well, it's Doja cat. You know, she's been mired in controversy. She gets off on the controversy. I guarantee you. She is not some kind of Alice Cooper, Marilyn Manson, shock rocker. Who's like <laughs> looking, looking for problems because you know, there's no such thing as bad press. I guarantee you she is entitled. She's an entitled spoiled m- moron who's been given everything by an evil industry that has, um, been curating what the masses listen to. And they put these dummies in front of you to, to make you feel worse. And also I, I bet and going back to, to that episode of South park where, when, uh, when, when Cartman says, Oh, and that, that's the third song we've written in 10 minutes. Your, your music or your songs are so simple. They require no creative thought at all. <laughs> it make, it makes people think that, oh, if Doja Cat can be famous doing this, I can do that. Except no, they, they, you're not let in. Like, and you that thought that you're probably pretty smart. You're probably pretty clever. You probably can write some pretty good lyrics. You're probably a pretty good rapper. I bet you are. I bet you're really smart. I bet you're as talented as Eminem. Doja Cat's not talented. Anyone can be Doja Cat. They picked Doja Cat for the same reason they pick Lil Nas X. And the same pre oh, the God. same reason they pick everyone that they pick. They they pick these people because it makes you feel worse. Hmm. The record industry is full of of just these, these brain dead prostitutes that they all just kill each other. So uh, let's, who, who is Doji cat? You know, there's, there's probably some people, people wondering who is Doji cat. Let's look into Doji cat. So Doji cat has described a life after dropping out of school as messy. So yeah, Doja Cat uh, is a a high school dropout. See, an intelligent start. Yes, yeah. So she uh, she began uh, singing lessons in Central Los Angeles area new high school number nine. So she frequently skipped school to participate in online chat rooms, and we will get to that later. (laughs) <laughs> this is this is important. More yes. scandals. <laughs> yes. So she dropped out at the age of sixteen, and she said it's because she had ADHD. You know, there you was a lot of people on her mental health. Yeah, there was a lot of people like that I knew that went to high school with us. Um, they had ADHD. I don't think how many people do you know dropped out of high school that like went to high school with us. 
not many, but like if if you can't like sit in a class and you have ADHD, how can you have the ability to lose 500,000 followers and, and it not affect you and be on tour. So I don't know. I don't get that, but maybe yeah, she definitely didn't. It, it wasn't because of ADHD. I guarantee you yes. it's because she's really <laughs> stupid. She's really stupid. And they tried to teach her and she couldn't figure it out. So she just like, I have no interest in this because it doesn't make sense to me. I guarantee you she, she's just stupid. Yeah. Yes. So you know, and she, and you'll see this cause she, she comes, she makes a lot of bad decisions. So th- this is like, th- and this, and this is like, it's, it's of all the clowns, this one is the ringmaster. So her life after dropping out of school is messy. She said she slept on the floor and spent all night and day browsing the internet. So she That's is, uh, Yeah. So she is, she is what they call an extremely online persona. She was looking for beats and instrumentals from YouTube, which she downloaded and used to create her own music after becoming fascinated with internet culture and websites like e-bombs world and MySpace, She taught herself to sing rap and use garage band while at home without a job, frequently making music and uploading it to SoundCloud. In late 2012, So High became the first permanent upload on her SoundCloud account. So she had a song hmm. called So High. Oh. Now this, yeah, so, you know, this this was on the, the Kimo Sabi label. So high? So, so high. yes. Yeah. At the time of its release, Adele uh, Platten of Vibe wrote that the song mixes bright vocals with unfiltered bars. Described Doja Cat as a psychedelic prodigy. Reminiscing years later, Nastia (laughs) Voinovskaya of NPR described So High as a down-temple smoking anthem, which was released in a year when SoundCloud upstarts like Abra and Shlomo shifted R&B in a trippier, more zoned-out direction. Yeah, so, uh, well, the last one, Juliana Page of the Fader described the song as smooth, repetitive, selection-esque number about precisely what... The title suggests, yeah, it was uh, a stoner song comparing falling in love to smoking weed. Yeah. Mm. And, and the, and these people, they're all full of crap. They're, they're pretending right. that this, they're pretending that this loser is, is like actually creative and smart. Oh, it's, just, it's, just great. it's, it's a stupid, it's a stupid song about smoking weed. <laughs> you know what? This, so original this... in rap. So original. Yeah, no, and I think something you kind of glazed over with this online persona. I'm not done like, with that, but going... if you want to, if you want to add on to it, go ahead. Though. Well, I, I kind of had this thought. We don't have to go into it now. That like the idea of a child, like a kid, hasn't really existed before. Like what I mean by that is, is usually when you had a kid, you know, throughout history, it was to help like work on the farm or be like you'd be a worker and then you know i think keep like your bloodline keep your bloodline that too yes yes but but then you eventually you know you had labor laws you didn't have kids working in the factories anymore uh you know have kids working 16 hour days you actually have kids being like a new like a new thing like being able like to play video games or to not have to <clears throat> have to work so then the next phase of this is what i'm getting at is that 
Doja Cat. She's 27 years old, born in 1995. She's one of those people that were, were like the first generation to have um, cell phones in middle school or to have social media in middle school. So I think this next thing is this online persona is that there are so many stupid people like this out there and a lot of stupid people with a lot of, a lot of stupid money um, that are getting, um, you know, promoted in this way. Like she's getting like, she's not smart. No, she's not. Well, 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 here's, here's, here's an aspect of, of the online persona because with, with the internet, what, what people become fascinated with on the internet are, are the worst aspects of humanity. That is what yeah. is really appealing. Like people, mm-hmm. they, they go on like 4chan or, or e-bombs world or even, yeah, even Re- or Re- Reddit. Well, I mean, you don't really become fascinated with chat. <laughs> like people, just people go on these image boards, you know, like nine gag Tumblr and that, and that's yeah, where yeah. you see like, like, you know, you can have like a uh, slash poll on 4chan where you get like the really far right wing or you get any, almost any board on Reddit where you get, that's the, the far left wing. So you you, you get the most extreme aspects of humanity. And, and most, most of the times you're getting the worst aspects of it. So you get these people that they, they develop these extremely online personas because instead of going out with regular people and their friends, like, Hey, let's hang out. Let's, uh, you know, let's go bowling or let's go, uh, let's go, um, paintball or, you know, let's go play basketball or let's go to the bar something, you know, like where we, you just get together and it's less about the activity and it's more just let's be friends and just hang out together. But instead they don't do that. They spend all their time online talking to other people that are like that. And those are other people there's a term it's called neat. It stands for, um, like not employed, educated, or in training. And, and these people are like this for a reason. Like these are people with no social skills that are usually angry and or crazy. And these are all the people that are interacting with each other. And this is who Doja Cat is interacting with. She's, she is a neat and she releases this stupid song. And someone picks up on it. And, and there are so many SoundCloud rappers out there that are definitely better than her. But this was the one that they found. And from there, she eventually signed with uh, Kimo Sabi Records. And she signed under label executive Dr. Luke, who was the one that Kesha claimed to have raped her. Hmm who I uh, have no reason to, to not hashtag believe all women. So, but back to this online persona, she becomes fascinated with that aspect. Cause it's not like she's like really fascinated. Like, Oh, I'm online today. What are you doing? I'm, wa- I'm watching uh, movies on, on uh, Netflix. I'm shopping for cheap stuff on Amazon. I'm, I'm on Wikipedia learning, uh, about, um, the, the battle of Stalingrad. It's, it's not that it's going on image <laughs> boards and interacting with crazy, angry people with no social skills. And instead, yeah, like people- it said, she's, she's, she's spent all night and day browsing the internet. So that means that she's not spending time with her friends. 
she's mm-hmm. interacting with these other crazy people. Just in and the meantime, she happened to make some crappy rap. <clears throat> Go ahead. No, I was going to say like when you're, I mean, I, I don't know how exactly what that means to be ob- like search- browsing online all the time, but you would imagine that she's probably is contacting and talking to people and with all the people oh, she's absolutely. talking to or, or whatever, she's going to talk to some pretty bad characters. Like, well, well, like I people. said, she's interacting <laughs> with neats, what she, people yes. that are spending all day on the internet with that are not educated, employed or in training. And if you're not that type of per- like if if you don't fall under any of those categories, then you probably have some kind of personality disorder. So she oh, probably she has some Yeah, exactly. And I'm I'm sure that <laughs> that is a cope that people say, "Oh, well that's why she was like that. She had ADHD." Did you ever see um the CKY movies or Jack no or was it Jackass? It was one of those movies. Like I can't remember. Uh, yeah. it, it was, it was one of those. And those, those are actually, it, it's like when I was younger, I thought those were really funny and cool. And then I got older and I realized like, these are like 30 year old men doing this. So it's just <laughs> sad and pathetic. <laughs> Although it's come full circle where I think like these 55 year olds, like almost killing themselves. Right? You know, it's funny, yeah. but just like from a different They're angle. Committed to it. Yeah. 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 It's just like, you, you got nothing else. So you're just gonna, you know, just destroy your bodies for this. But there was one, oh no, I think it was CKY where they're, they're kicking, like they're waiting for cars to come by and they're kicking footballs at, at moving cars. And then like one <laughs> okay. guy is like saying I something to him and he's like, well, he's like, I have ADD or like, I have ADHD. Like he's, <laughs> that he's, was he's, his he's, excuse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I'm sure that's, that's like what they're doing. Like, oh, well, you know, she's like that. Cause she had, she had ADHD. Oh really? What well, she couldn't focus on school but she can focus on like these weird chat rooms and and weird internet yeah. things it doesn't sound like she has a focusing problem she's probably too stupid for school she couldn't meet their their very low standards and, and she was uninterested in it because well it's like you know two plus two is four i don't get it ah whatever i'm gonna do something else you gotta keep all your clothes on too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well okay so it looks like at the age of 17 was, was when she, uh, so, okay. Uh, so seven, 17 is when her first thing came out. Uh, so 2012, yeah, she was born in 95. So yeah, mm-hmm. so that would be 2012 is, is, is when she, uh, when she put out so 17. high. Yeah. And, and her first, her first album was was called our first ep was called purr uh three r's in pearl (laughs) i knew it wasn't going to be spelled correctly uh, none of these albums ever are (laughs) described as spacey eastern influenced r&b by the fader yeah and psychedelic yeah, that's what they're 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 going with, and and I and it it's it's never not why because they, you have to be on acid to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, and and that's what they're going with, and it's like oh well, it's you know it's 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 kitschy, it's it's different. Well, it's like it's more psychedelic. Well, it's all spacey. That they have to find a way to make her find a way to make her stand out because they found yeah, this weird sense. neat, and and and. I'll, I'll give her some credit as opposed to Rihanna. She actually had a song 
and and she looks like she she found it while uh uh browsing through uh youtube and finding beat now the rest of her the rest of her career it doesn't really matter what what matters is her her controversy so this is what we're going to start with uh in 2018 Doja Cat sparked controversy on social media when her Twitter history revealed the usage of the word, which is a pejorative for homosexual men. Mm. <laughs> and an uh, word. it's an F word. It is a F word. Yes. A two syllable F word. Now in a tweet from 2015, she used the word to describe hip hop artist Tyler, the creator and Earl mm -hmm. sweatshirt. <laughs> Now, the, the funny thing is, uh, she eventually came out and said, like, yeah, I've said the word over 30,000 times. Now, I'm not going to, like, put her down for, for words that she said. But this is uh, undeniably a controversy under her belt. And it's one of many, which is kind of funny. Yeah, see, she in initially, she, she defended her past remarks by saying, I've used it 30,000 times but later issued a series of apologies for her words and since deleted her tweet. Now, this is how, you know, a handler came in and said, you have to do this or else. Cause all these self-made artists, they all have handlers that tell them what to do. So if you see someone that comes out to say like, yeah, I, yeah, I do it and I do it again. Oh, I'm very <laughs> sorry for what I did in the past. Jeez. I was so insensitive. I hope we can all move forward to create a better world and more inclusive environment for you and me. <laughs> you know, say that. <laughs> yeah. Like they, whenever they do that, oh, man. someone came in and you know, uh -huh. they, they said like, you want to keep uh, being a, a corporate tool, then um, you're going to have to do something about this. But yeah, as she goes, uh, uh, no, go for it. As a as a result of the controversy, Doja cat was declared the milkshake duck of uh 2018 by new musical express now the milkshake duck is a person who gains popularity on social media for some positive or charming trait but is later revealed to have a distasteful history or to engage in offensive behavior so she was that it's like you know instead of the play you know, uh play made of the year you're the milkshake duck of the year <laughs> Now, this is another funny one. In March 2020, she relieved or she received backlash on after saying on Instagram Live that COVID 19 was only a flu and she was not scared of it. Later that October, she was criticized for participating in Kendall Jenner's Halloween and birthday celebrations during the COVID 19 pandemic. Now, the funny thing about that is, again, I don't really care about her saying COVID was, is only a flu, but the, the, there was a string of, of celebrities and um, political figures, they were all telling everyone, you got to put on a mask. You have to stay indoors. Mm -hmm. uh, if you have a small business, you have to shut it down, but you still have to pay all your bills, especially that part. Oh, oh do you have family gatherings? You better not have them. You better shut down all you aspects do of your life. <laughs> yeah. And, and you better just lock yourself in your but room. No, you don't, don't, don't you dare get cabin fever because that's nope. what, you know, will drive you insane and, and cause but, but uh, and a mental out, don't yeah. interrupt me when I'm on a tangent. Come on. You know, you're less funny <laughs> than me. What are you doing? <laughs> hey, <laughs> I am yeah. more uh, beloved, beloved host. Yet, yet we're, more we're, we're, you know, we're playing good cop, bad cop. 
<laughs> but the point is there was all these people pretty much, uh, saying like, don't have gatherings, don't meet with your friends and your family, shut mm. everything down. And then there was just like video after video of them. Like, Oh, look, all these, uh, celebrities and politicians at these big parties. Oh, none of them are wearing masks. And this was oh, before, yeah. before the, the vaccination was rolled out. Mm-hmm. But again, it's just, it's another controversy under her oh, belt. They're at the Rams game. Oh yeah. Yeah. And oh, they're the only people at the Rams game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, okay. This, this thing, um, to go back to the 2018 thing about calling Tyler, the creator, the, uh, the, the bad, uh, the F word. Yeah. The F word is that, okay. Many fans justified Doja cat's use of the slur because she is bisexual, but others still are uncomfortable. (laughs) 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 Others are still a little uncomfortable. Uh, Yeah. No, it's the, the the wording is really funny. (laughs) Yeah. That just makes no sense to me. (laughs) Yeah. It's great. But yeah. And, and I did skip over a lot of this, the, the stuff of, of her career, but like, yeah, you, you go to it. She, she has collaborated with Nicki Minaj and, um, and just a lot of, a lot of the, um, the, the usual suspects, you know, Ariana Grande, all, all these people are, are eminent. Megan together. the Stallion. Yeah. yeah just, oh. it, it, it's all, it's always the, the same people with this, but, I, and, but just the most important thing about her is, is the controversy. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's what matters. Now the next one, this is the best one. And this one is certainly a result of her being I- extremely online. Uh, in May, 2020, a 2015 song by Doja Cat titled didn't do nothing resurfaced. Uh-oh. Didn't do nothing is an alt-right term used to ridicule African-American victims of police brutality who claim they are innocent. After apologizing, Doja Cat said that although the song was intended to flip the term's meaning, it was a bad decision. Well, here's the thing with, with Doja Cat. So she said, um, she, she defended herself for saying the, the homosexual pejorative term, but then she walked it back. So I have no reason to believe any apology she has is genuine. I, every time she apologizes now that she's changed her position initially, I have to believe that someone came in and told her, yeah, you got to apologize for this. So she probably did not intend to flip this, the terms meaning it's probably a result of being on, um, uh, image boards with, with alt right meets. Yeah. And she denied that the song was response to the, the death of Sandra Bland calling the allegation. One of the most awful rumors that I've ever encountered that rumor probably started by her telling people, yeah, the song was about the death of Sandra Bland. She took mm. to Instagram to address accusations after footage began circulating of her on tiny chat in a chat room saying, uh, the N word with a hard R Now she apologized to those offended. And she said she should not have been on certain chat room sites. Although she maintained that she had never been involved in any racist conversations again, no reason to believe her. No. This is a, this is a person she dropped out of high school and High high school is a social environment, but, um, she dropped out to be on the internet all day. So Mm -hmm. she no longer had that social setting. So she surrounded herself with things that she was very 
interested in. So I have no reason to believe anything that she's saying. I believe while on the internet all day, she became absolutely enthralled with racist neats and she split her time between rapping and trying to cozy up to him. Now, uh, let me see if I can find the last thing. Uh, I, I, this, this wasn't listed. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Or racist. I, I heard a rumor. Yeah. So apparently well, there is a rumor where Doja cat stripped for white supremacists. Yeah. Uh, now I, I don't see tiny that. Chat, right. Uh, somewhere, but it, it was something that I saw. I, Cause I don't know what tiny chat is, but that, that came from somewhere. Now we're not seeing other artists accused of that. Like, you know, they're not saying Carly Ray Jepsen or Bella Thorne was doing <laughs> that. No, it's specifically this person who is a, basically a self-described or was a self-described neat who spent yeah. all day. Uh, on internet chat rooms, M- most internet chat rooms are racist. I, I would, I would say that because a certain personality is attracted to uh, a certain type of behavior. And, and a lot of those people, and it's also, it's kind of like a self-perpetuating cycle where you get a lot of these people, they spend time on the internet and they encounter a lot of other people like this. And then the, the behavior just rubs off on them. And this is what was interesting to her. And I have no reason to believe that she didn't do the strip tease for these people. Yeah, that that was the site that I saw from BBC News. Did you see it? Yeah, she denied yeah. stripping for white spread. I don't mm-hmm. believe it. I, I don't believe I, it. Again, I she see, was, go ahead. Yeah, and I, I see something else from vulture.com uh, about her tiny chat habits, claiming that she's gotten naked, made lewd gestures, made offensive comments, and stood by while others made offensive comments, screenshots of which later made it to Twitter. While the chat she was in admittedly frequents isn't explicitly for racists or the alt-right other tiny chat users anecdotally describe it as a place where those people are often found. And she made, and she made the song, the, the, the didn't do nothing <laughs> song. So, so you know, I there's, mean, there's not a, she doesn't have a lot going on in her favor. Like, you know, there, there was a lot of damning evidence for her. So we're, we're at that point, you know, the, the shoe you know, is the shoe fits Cinderella. The, so you might the, as well wear it. There might be a little, uh, uh, shock rock, so to speak with her. I'm kind of reading now. Uh, I don't think so. I don't no, think so. I, I, I think oh. this is a person. No, no. I, I'm before, okay. actually go ahead. You, you read your thing and then I'll. Okay. I'll read my right. thing. Okay. Yeah. It says one guy was exposing her talking about her. Well, it says showing, but I think it's supposed to say shoving a cucumber up her. Uh, we, uh, yeah. you know, lady I part get, and pushing that. it out with a dead straight face on Skype. I'm assuming that's her attempt at using shock value nope, slash being a weirdo disagree. as comedy. No, nope, I disagree. I think she <laughs> oh, was. Do you? She, yeah, I think she was genuinely sexually attracted to uh, a bunch no. of alt writers. I uh, think 100 percent she was. She was. Yeah. She spent all day on the internet. She was in these chat rooms, and these were the people that she interacted with. And as a, a person, as especially a teenage girl, 
she was probably oh, pretty good. horny and lonely because oh, yeah. she had no human interaction. Mm, and these were the only people is. that, that interacted mm. with her. So she felt connection. This was like her, her first crush, her first love. Mm-hmm. And the, and if you spend all time, all your time on the internet, especially when you're horny, you're probably going to be looking for porn. So she's probably oh, yeah. watching a lot of porn and it's, it's mm. warping her brain and making her think like, oh yeah, this is perfectly normal to just be th- this sexual. Cause it, it, the person said like she did it on Skype. She didn't do it, like make a video and release it on Pornhub. It wasn't some kind of secret video that was a publicity mm. stunt. No, 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 no. This was something that she, that someone claimed that she did for her with a straight face. Yeah. This is not shock. <laughs> this is a person that got involved Enjoyed in the it. internet. No, oh, this is, gosh, this is man. just, this is your brain on the internet. Mm. No, so I this think is, you're right. Yes. This yeah. is a, this is a dumb person that couldn't handle school. So they were left unsupervised to peruse the internet, met other people like her found her community granted it was darker one it was a more perverted one it was an angrier one probably Mm -hmm. a crazier one so she became sexually attracted to these people and she felt a sense of longing and the song didn't do nothing is that like that's it like that's the key to all this like you know like her saying the pejorative word you know that the homosexual word or or the, the pejorative word, the N word. Okay. What mm. rappers haven't said that? That's yeah. what I'd like to know. So like the, these are not like real controversies. Like these are just in a vacuum. Someone said that a long time ago. Okay. Whatever. She was a kid. It, it happens. You know, young people say things and saying the N word. Well, what rapper doesn't, but it's all the other stuff that. She dropped out of school, spent all day on the internet. She was isolated from people. So she found a community and she was at a hormonal age. So she was Mm. definitely incredibly horny. So the first people that she felt a belonging to, and I bet she knew people by name, like, oh, hi there. Um, whatever insert, uh, hi there, clan bake, uh, one, two, five. (laughs) It's good to see you again. How was your day? You know, you're still chatting away on the internet, doing nothing productive. Like, I'm sure that, and she knew them by name and it's like, Hey, you know, do you want to chat on Skype? Like, Hey, I'll I'll show you, I'll show you what I look like. And, and, uh, and that's where, that's where she got naked and that didn't do nothing. She definitely picked that up from those people that she was talking to. And she probably wrote that song to impress them. I think, I think you're right. It, it's, it's funny as the rumor spread to Twitter and Reddit, other videos began to surface, seemingly confirming the claim that Doja cat would strip on tiny chat. Many were disturbed by the idea of Doja cat stripping for white supremacists, especially considering she has a song called Cybersex. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're surprised. I, I'm almost, <laughs> I, I guarantee you I'm right. And now I don't think that Doja cat is racist. I think this is just a person that got sucked into extremely online behavior. And those are the people that she found while being extremely online. And, and I, I think that's kind of a gimmick that they run with where she is a dumb person. She's not doing shock. 
That's just how they save her career by making her do anything. Now this, hmm. this last song that we're, we are, we have run a, a little bit longer than I would like to, but th- this, this thing is important because this, this is from at the time of recording this morning, uh, Christina Ricci plays horrified homeowner haunted by Doja cat in creepy new demons music video. Now, oh, it, it, yeah. Now here's the thing. They are pretty scary looking demons here. Now, the thing yes. that I wanted to get to with this, because, you know, this is unrelated to who Doja Cat was, because who Doja Cat was is very funny to me, because it was just, <laughs> it was just a dumb person that got caught up in online behavior, and she was unable to hide from it, yet still she is at the, the top of the, top of the pops, mm-hmm. as they say, and despite all of her controversies, uh, she's, she's still there, she's still running, she still has her tour. Uh, I believe she yeah. she has a tour with with Nicki Minaj coming up, and uh, that that doesn't matter. Or one of her tours had Nicki Minaj. I don't remember. They all have the same people. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it doesn't matter. None of that matters. But the thing I want to get to with this video is this this the song is called Demon. Now Doja Cat's looking all creepy in it, and then they have mm-hmm. these little these these demon women that they have like body paint on. And they're basically the naked. Them, right? Yeah. And they're basically naked and they just have their bodies painted. And, um, th- this is not too dissimilar from Lil Nas X and his video mm-hmm. where he's doing, uh, like a little, like a lap dance on, the Satan, on Satan. Right? Yeah. yeah. So there, there is a reason that this stuff is all. Being and normalized. Sam Smith too had, had a, oh yeah he came out when like a Satan thing. costume that was yeah his, his fat suit <laughs> yeah or is he or is he just fat it's not a lap yeah he's fat yeah yes yeah. eating disorder yeah eating yeah too much. mental health mental health yeah it's mental health they can't watch, put a fork down yeah yeah so th- this is all being normalized. <laughs> and, and like you might be out there saying like oh yeah well, this stuff is cool well really yeah it's it's so cool that why is this the, the norm and the same no, people I, the same people that are telling you that this is normal and this is cool are the same people that are trying to normalize pedophilia mm. it's the same thing and again like when we talk about these artists like anyone can like when i said earlier like you you're probably a great rapper i mean it Doja Cat is not. <laughs> Doja Cat is a lightning rod of of moronic behavior. She has a history of doing it. And she's still pushed to the top. Yeah. Uh, Lil Nas X is not talented. None of these people are talented. This is what's put in front of you. She is the vehicle to normalize this like because you know in the 80s you know with the, the metal stuff like yeah i got these cool album covers uh, Slayer, uh, uh. that right. was that was kitschy in its own way that was a novelty now it's in you have rappers doing it and it's it's done because the same people and i and i mean this this wasn't a random example i threw out the same people that are are normalizing this demon behavior are the same people that normalize pedophilia. Now you may be out there like, well, I'm an atheist. I don't believe in any of that. It doesn't matter because the behavior is demonic. Now you may say like, oh, well, I don't believe in God. Okay. Ask yourself this. Would you molest a child? 
Now you're probably thinking, what a ridiculous thing to say. Of course I would never do it. Well, what, what kind of person do you think does crazy people everywhere? Do you think that like a crazy person does that? Like that's something like crazy does like crazy people pull out their hair and eat it. Yeah. Cra- oh, crazy, a- crazy people look in the mirror when they're 40 pounds underweight and say, I'm fat. <laughs> Cra- crazy, crazy people, uh, yell e- expletives impulsively. Crazy people do not violate children. So you're saying this is more of like a coordinated thing. Well, what like I'm, not- what I'm saying is the violation of children is demonic. It is, it is evil. Not, it's not yeah. evil in the sense that like, oh, it's a bad thing. So I call it evil. No, no, no. It, it is. This is satanic. The uh, violation yeah. of, a ch- of, of innocence on that level, cre- which will almost certainly create generational problems. Yeah. That I think it's the, one the only of the worst word, things you could. Yes. <laughs> and the only word you can use to s- describe it is evil. Evil is demonic. Mm-hmm. Demons are of Satan. You don't have to believe in God, but you have to acknowledge that this is evil. And the same people, they're putting this out, and yes, it is a coordinated effort because they're trying mm-hmm. to normalize demons because the people pushing it are demons because only in a demonic world do you have dummies like Doja Cat and like. <laughs> Doja Cat doing her her cucumber uh, play for <laughs> for neon Nazis and Lizzo sexually abusing her her uh, her follower uh, or her crewmen dancers, dancers her and employees uh, and yeah uh, Iggy Azalea essentially uh, at, like it's as a sing- as a single mother tur- like turning to pornography not mm-hmm. because her career is over but just for more money. Attention, it, yeah. The, not even attention. She already has attention. Yeah. She has it all. They're for no reason. For no reason. <laughs> that woman it be, just started doing porn. None at all. She has a lucrative career making bad music. This industry <laughs> is evil. It's ran by evil people that are selling you. There's, they're, they're selling you tolerance to evil. They're getting you to accept mm. it. Now you may be thinking like, oh, that's cool. Oh, individualism, uh, independence. You're the people they're targeting because you're not edgy or smart. You are stupid. You're not about independence. You're about isolation. When you're isolated and alone, mm. you become the Doja Cat getting naked for internet Nazis. That's what isolation does to people. It makes them do, it makes them make bad decisions. It makes them do impulsive things that if they were surrounded by a good support group of people, they would never do. They want you isolated and alone. And that's why they took metal away from you because you listen to thrash metal and then you go, I'm going to pick up a guitar. I'm going to learn how to play these songs. Okay. Now I know how to play them. I want to get a band together. So I'm going to get together with some other people and we're going to hang out and we're going to play music 
and we're going to play music in front of other people. And those people, they're going to get together and we're all going to hang out and we're going to have a good time. And we're going to have our own little tribe and we're going to, we're going to be safe and we're going to be protected and we're going to have each other's back. Now it's taken away from you. There's no community formed from the Doja Cat fans. So the inevitable conclusion is, okay, we're going to use Doja Cat to push demons. Oh, Mm -hmm. it's just a music video. Really? Is it? Because you, do you think that there, when, when they were burning witches at the stake, do you, do you think that like they're, oh, dear, oh, it's, well, you know, these women are just being silly. No, these people were genuinely afraid of evil. And you know what? Oh, that's a bad example. Well, okay. That's contagious. Well, but the thing, the thing is that pe- people had happier lives back then. There were, there was, there was less mental health problems. Oh no, people weren't allowed to be who they were. Actually, most people are allowed to be who they are. And most people are told to be what they're not. And d- mm. only in this satanic demonic world, are we having people like Doja Cat being uh, in charge of, of pushing our culture and they push, our, they don't push positive culture and it doesn't have to be like so wholesome that it's striper. Right. But, but it's, it's never like, here's a song about like, I want to rock and roll all night and party every day. It's, it's never something as like cute and simple like that. It's, it's always like super uh, it's drugs, sex and demons. <laughs> Demon. That's, that's, that's your big three. So, uh, yeah. And uh, rant. So uh, DJ, why don't you come take us home? Yeah, I think it's a great. Great, great points because we're looking to start a community, you know, and it, it starts with who you surround yourselves with. And if you're not, <laughs> you know, if you're not employed, you're not educated, you're not in any training, you know, you're, what are you doing with your life? You're just going on online, scrolling, doom scrolling. You're not adding value or, or, or substance into your life. So, you know, we have a community we've started on our Discord. Come check it out. We'll send you an invite. Let us know you want to be a part of it. We're not just giving it out to anyone. We want people who really, you know, want to 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 be good citizens and and, and try trying to find something bigger than than you know what's out there. Because if, if you're not getting exposed to other people and you're isolated and alone, you know there's. Only issues are going to come up. Look at this Doja Cat person. You you don't want to be like her. Trust us. <laughs> you want to have something fulfilling in your life. Bring people. Um, you know, have a barbecue. Go out. Go go see see a movie with some cool people. Go to a show. Um, but try to do something positive and and stay away from these demons. So, with that, thank you everyone for listening to the Metal Podcast. And we want you to stay safe out there. Take care.